Welcome. You're listening to Her Breathing Journal with Natasha Gombanjara. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. What's up, guys? I'm so excited, so happy to be back with yet another podcast episode. I know, I know, it's been a long, long while, but a lot has been happening. Hence the topic, how has your year been so far? I'm in Shanghai and I've been in lockdown for almost 65 whole days. So do stay tuned and find out how it's been for me so far. It's been 65 days, 65 days of not being able to go anywhere, not being able to go inside a shop and actually, uh, you know, buy bread or buy milk, buy vegetables, not being able to leave your community, only being able to go downstairs if you want to get tested or take out the trash. I know it sounds crazy, but that's what's been happening to most people who live in this city called Shanghai in China. So it's been crazy. People have been having, you know, different reactions to this. I obviously at first was excited about it because I thought maybe it was going to take maybe a week or two and then our lives resume to, you know, our normal schedules and stuff like that but one week turned into three weeks three weeks turned into a month and after a month everything just went upside down so i'm talking about not being able to get food supplies we were not able we are not able actually to you know go and shop for food so what has been happening is that the government has also been sending you know certain food supplies to each and everyone which has been such a good thing though it hasn't been what you would have wished for but it it is actually something good and also not being able to just take a normal walk you know at first you were allowed to walk within your community but then it ended up not being a, not being able to actually go out of the door and just wander around you'd be told to go back in so if you try to think of that it really feels like you're in prison you know until you actually get used to this for the first month a lot of people as you've seen on the news as well were protesting some people were crying out loud and a lot of bad stuff happened and because i've also been in that situation i am in that situation it's something that i really really understand as well so i wanted to give you guys shed some light in on what exactly it has been like i used to have a pet and um, right now i don't thankfully because if i had a pet i only wonder you know how i would have been able to take care of it not being able to take a walk with it, not being able to go for the, you know, if it wants to party or anything, it would have been difficult because you were not allowed to do that unless you ask a volunteer from your community to do that for you. So it's been really, really hard. And you can imagine if it's the elderly, they are the ones that have been like in the tightest situations because they are used to having people do stuff for them. They're used to having people help them. But in this kind of situation where nobody is allowed to step out of their communities or their houses, what happened to these such people? So here's what the government has been doing. They have been asking people to volunteer, whether you're a foreigner or whether you are a local Chinese, you've also been able to volunteer to also help 
people with pets, help the elderly, help with anything that's needed around the community, like testing and, you know, um, regulating deliveries and stuff like that. So I would say that people were really looking forward to helping out as well. And we've seen a lot of other foreigners also volunteering and helping out in the situation, which is such a good thing to see as they have helped the situation in some kind of way. So you might be wondering, how have we been eating? How have we been finding um, groceries and stuff like that? So recently, we have had what we call group buys. So what happens in a group buys? Let's put KFC, for example. So KFC would say, okay, we'll be able to send food to your community if they are about 50 people who order food maybe worth $20. So that's how you can actually get to buy food. So that started to happen for for um, food, for house supplies, utilities, things like tissues, you know, things like washing powders, things like, you know, um, basic stuffs, water and everything. So we had group buys and each and every community had um, a certain group where you are able to say okay i also want to be a part of this group buy and then you pay within the group and maybe the food comes or the that specific stuff comes in a day or two or maybe in a few hours and that is how people have actually been surviving for the past two months and sometimes it's not so convenient because maybe what is available for the group buy you actually have already or you don't need it and what's actually needed at that time is not available only after a few times I remember this time I actually wanted to get some tomatoes because I had run out of tomatoes and you had to buy like at least five kgs or something like that which is not really convenient because now you need to know what to do with them once you get such a huge supply or sometimes you actually don't get anything at all things like oil things like milk things like bread things like rice pasta and stuff like that hasn't been really easy to get but now the situation has actually been changing a little bit so it's getting better and better but for the first few days it was really stressing and people panic buying you know those videos that you saw on social media people rushing into walmarts people rushing into 7-elevens to buy food that stuff was real because everybody was panicking imagine the kid um the families with kids imagine um, families with people who need certain foods people who have certain situations like you know they're diabetic or they're lactose intolerant i can only imagine what they have been going through so it hasn't been a really good time for people in shanghai so guys it's been crazy but i thank god i thank god for um what i've been able to to get so far i also thank god for the government for working so hard to even get those supplies to people and having the heart to actually look out for you know for people in that way so i thank god for that honestly and and most people have been asking me like what's been happening in terms of work like how are people actually managing to keep up with their lives so i would say in some people's situations they have been able to do their work online which is actually a good thing so you might be able to you know get your normal salary and just to keep on you know managing your budgets or you know keep your life afloat but however some people have not been able to do that because of course not every um, industry is able to transfer their work 
to online you know situations for example teaching you're able to teach online but if it's like something like construction obviously that is impossible and without working you won't get paid so it's been such a hard situation for as most people including uh, the foreigners including local Chinese because if you're not working you then don't get paid which has led to some people mostly foreigners of course also packing their bags with your families heading for airport and heading back to your home countries it's been that serious it's been that serious and you know first first time i used to see these articles on you know on on, on social media and i'd be like oh, come on this is impossible but then when it happens to someone that you actually know or people you actually know then you know that this is something that is really creeping up on people imagine you have a family and you're not getting any income you have two kids maybe or you have one kid or maybe you don't even have kids but you depend on that salary to survive and you're not getting that and you have anything else what other options do you have then pack your bags and leave because the first time it was one week and then two weeks and then three weeks and it kept on going worse and worse and some people felt it was better to just pack their bags and leave it has been such a hefty hefty time in shanghai and who knows what's going to happen next honestly we don't know what's going to happen next so so far right now the situation is getting a little bit better we are being told that maybe by june we might be able to resume to our normal lives but we are just waiting we're just trying to make sure that everybody is safe everybody just keeps indoors and this these you know um continuous testings have really been annoying i won't lie imagine just being woken up every single day at around 9:30 or 9 um 9:45 or 10 o'clock or 1 o'clock being told to go down and get tested a nose swab a mouth swab it gets super super irritating it gets really annoying and it's not something that you would want to do every day so imagine we've been doing that for almost 65 days and counting so i only pray to god that this situation gets better and we're able to go back to our normal lives again i even miss my friends you know i miss my friends i just miss having the opportunity having the chance to just step out go shopping step out go have a coffee or just step out and have a feel of the sunshine so This has been what's happening in Shanghai right now and I have been telling you of the negatives. So right now I want to push over to the positives. As you know me, I'm somebody who likes to see, you know, light at the end of the tunnel about each and every situation. So even though it has been stressful, even though it hasn't been a good time for me and most people in Shanghai, I should say that there are some positive aspects about this. I'll start with my own personal one. First of all, I have been able to focus on some things that I never had time to do when I had my normal um, schedule. Things like you know communicating more with my family, you know having longer calls because now I don't have anywhere to rush to. I don't have much to do, so I've been able to communicate more with my mom, my dad, my sister, and just have you know that kind of free time to just feel like you again and relax. 
you know so that's been one of the things that i've been really grateful about about this lockdown and other second thing is that i've been able also to you know start doing some exercises you know i always had i had this excuse like okay if when i come back from work i'm always so tired and i have other things to focus on so currently i've been having more time to focus on my self-care situations you know taking care of my body exercising having enough sleep which is something i usually don't have when i have my normal schedule so i've been really really excited about that and also experimenting and you know watching and getting more information i've been on youtube so much lately you know watching a lot of informative videos um learning more about just different stuff actually and also having more time to study so it might be a different case for you or some of the people also in the same situation as i am but i believe that you have been at least 50% happy about having not to do something that you're forced to do every day for example go to work every day have to do something that you don't like every day so you've been able to just plan out your day plan out your week according to how you want to spend it because you have now you have nowhere to be so i would like to just see it in this way it hasn't just been negatives only but also there have been awesome awesome positives about this lockdown but i still wish that we'll be able to go back to our normal lives very very soon so still fingers crossed and i'm super super sick and tired of the testing but it is what it is and i have to abide by the rules and make sure that i also keep myself safe and sound during this hefty hefty time so anyways guys i hope i have shed a little light on what's been happening in shanghai because some of you guys have actually been texting me have been sending me messages on my social media asking about this and i thought that i owed it to you guys to just let you in as someone who's actually living in the city so yes um that's all about that i have about shanghai so now let's jump into the topic of the day which is how has been your year so far last few minutes i let you into what's been happening on my side now i'm interested in knowing how it has been for you we're already in may and next month is june which means we'll be 6 months into the year already and soon enough it will be 2023 so i just wanted to take a look back at what we all wrote down the goals that we told ourselves we must you know have surpassed or achieved before the next year and looking at my own situation i've obviously been dragged a little bit behind but i want to focus on you you know how many of your goals have you ticked away or about to tick you know so i understand completely i completely understand if your answer is like nothing at all i totally understand you because i don't know time just flies and time flies super super fast if the plans just drastically change like they changed in my situation however the goal is to be able to bounce back which is what i want to touch on today how has your year been so far 
all right so if you feel like you've been a little bit behind or you haven't ticked any one of your goals or you're still to tick one i just want to say it's still fine it's still okay because you still got six more months to get back on track and to start again the race a lot happens a lot can happen in one's life that we can lose track you know and we are steered to another direction and you know we are forced to change course or we're forced to extend the time in which we're supposed to have achieved that goal for example myself i didn't expect myself to be working from home struggling to get milk you know struggling to get bread just for a day i didn't see myself in this situation not being able to go downstairs and just take a 200 meter walk without being told to go back so you know life is always you know giving us these crazy situations which we do not have control over so before you even blame yourself because i know this is what we all end up doing we end up blaming ourselves like i didn't work hard enough i didn't try hard enough some situations are just behind you know beyond our own When it comes to situations which are beyond one's control, there's not really much that one can do. All you have to do is acknowledge that and accept it and move on. However, there are some situations that you might have created yourself intentionally or maybe you just got distracted. Again, it's still fine, it's still okay as long as you don't keep doing the same things again and keep, you know, backtracking your goals the point is to be able to acknowledge these little distractions these little situations and work around them for both yourself and your goals it could be new friends it could be a new hobby or it could be a new job that just takes away all of your energy and focus off that goal and if this is one of your situations i have a few tips later that i'm gonna tell you guys that might help and i'm not guaranteeing that these tips are gonna help you because you know you know it's about how you try to use them it's about how you know determined you are to have these tips work for you and these are just my own personal tips that i've tried which i'm just sharing with you guys so anyways now let's go on to let's move on forward to those of you who have been actually able to tick one or two of their goals first and foremost i just want to say well done and congratulations i know it must be such a fulfilling feeling you know to know that oh wow i told myself that i want to do this and i did it it's such an amazing feeling and if you're one of those people congratulations and keep it up whether it was easy or not easy at all you got it done and i applaud you for that you know however now i'm wondering how did you do it you know what are the kinds of tips that you actually used how did you stay focused how did you keep yourself aligned in your course i obviously have my own ways like i told you but i personally love hearing from other people as well what they do to achieve this and that what they do to keep focus on this and that i'm just interested in knowing how you also did it so don't hesitate to also leave a message 
on this platform or either on Instagram or any of my social media platforms and let me know. You can say, hey, Tasha, this is what I did. I did this. I did that. I made sure I did this and did that. I'll be so, so happy to hear from you because I do understand that every individual has their own way of doing, you know, things and, you know, have a certain ways that they can keep themselves motivated so i'll be really interested in to knowing what's yours so now i'm going to share with you some of my own personal ways of keeping accountability keeping on track with my goals and how to just stay sane whilst doing it In the last segment, I was touching base on the topic of the day. How has been your year so far? And now I'm about to give you tips and tricks that can help you get back on track if you had lost your way to achieving your goals. The number one tip is visualizing your goal, okay? You must be able to see what it is that you want to achieve. Be able to visualize it and that will give you that will give you the motivation to just go on like this is what i want this is what i want to see at the end of the month this is what i want to achieve at the end of the year you actually visualizing it will give you that inner strength that inner motivation that i can actually do this and i want to be able to see this secondly applaud yourself for even thinking of this you are stepping out of your zone I always applaud people who have, you know, the capacity to think outside of the box or not even think outside of the box, but to be able to come up with a certain idea in their head and say, I want to bring this into life. I want to be able to achieve this at the end of this specific time. So first of all, applaud yourself for thinking about achieving a goal. Applaud yourself for being able to say, I can do this and I want to do this. That is a huge step because you are actually challenging yourself to do something and you are gaining a lot of self-confidence through that. You're telling yourself that there's nothing that's impossible for you and you are simply like i said before stepping out of your zone so applaud yourself for doing that next step is to take it easy take it easy i understand that when you are heading yourself towards an end goal we sometimes just are in a rush to do it we give ourselves a lot of pressure and we just take a lot of toll you know with that kind of decision i want to tell you that you must be able to take it easy take it one day at a time pace yourself in such a you know in such a way that you're able to keep yourself sane you don't want to go crazy about this you don't want to starve yourself whilst doing it you don't want to put yourself in situations you could have never landed yourself if you were putting pressure on yourself know that it's gonna take time and know that it's okay to take a rest know that it's okay if sometimes you lose track of that as long as you're able to tell yourself you know this is what i'm able to do just do your best exactly just do your best and take it easy the next thing is that you're supposed to surround yourself with positivity you know i always um try to calm myself down i always try to 
round myself up, like relax myself and be able to really think deep about what I want to achieve, how I'm going to achieve it, plan it down according to my schedule, according to what I am capable of doing. I don't want to give myself so much pressure that I have to break through some bounds that could put me in a terrible situation. For example, if you are raising money, let's say you're raising money for a car and you just tell yourself, maybe you earn at least $500 a month and you're telling yourself that you want to raise at least $3,000 per month, but that's the only job that you have. That is kind of like impossible because you're putting so much pressure on yourselves and you're not looking at your current situation on how you want to reach that situation. So that gives you pressure. You're going to end up losing a lot of your, um, you know, sanity because you're trying to say, okay, I cannot do this. I cannot buy this. I cannot, um, you know, I cannot go out and I cannot do this. I can do that. And you're just not being reasonable enough. So another thing is that you have to be super, super reasonable and just also surround yourself with positivity. Listen to music that uplifts you with great messages. Read books that, you know, speak positivity into your life, into your minds. And, you know, also just take time away to just, you know, understand yourself and how you actually want to achieve this goal. Next tip is have a great understanding of why you are setting the goal. One thing I know is that you set a goal because it's something that is going to help you in the future. It's something that gonna make that is going to make something easier in the future. If it's a car, you know that you're saving uh, money for a car so that you can save on transport costs. You're gonna save on. Um, money that you always lose if you're always late to work using public transport maybe it's because you want to drive your kids to school and it will make it easier for them to move around or you just simply want a car because you love cars so have a great understanding of why you're setting the goal if you are setting a goal such as you know getting a certain degree getting um, a certain job getting a house it could be getting a pet you know it could be just anything just have a great understanding of why you want it so having a great understanding will keep you motivated as to i need this because i want to do this this and that i need this because i want to do this this and that so that will help you to stay aligned keep focused on your goal one other thing that i would really strongly advise you is that you never compare yourself with anyone never ever compare yourself with anyone For example, I could put myself in a situation with girl B, okay? So girl B is same age as I I am. We have the same job and we are um, working towards the same goal. But then girl B is in another country, but that country is not on lockdown. So she's able to resume with her work and normal life and actually maybe get another job because she's another country but i am in shanghai where there's the current lockdown which means i cannot explore other jobs i cannot get another income so at the end of the year i meet with girl b and girl b has done so much more than me and i try to compare myself to her and i try to bring myself down just because she has done more than me but i just ignore the fact that we were in different situations we had different um, situations around that time 
So you end up ignoring that each and every person is different. So never ever compare yourself with somebody. Never ever do that because that is just going to discourage you. That is just going to discourage you, put you down and make you feel like you're doing nothing when you're actually doing the best to your capability. So never ever compare yourself with anyone. Following from that, another tip is that believe and have faith in yourself. It comes from comparing yourself as well, you know, because when you compare yourself, you're actually saying, I don't believe I have the capacity to do this. I don't believe I have the opportunities to do this. I don't believe I have the brain or mind to do this. So when you believe or put faith in yourself, you are giving yourself a boost. You're giving yourself you know self-esteem you're giving yourself that confidence boost that you need to believe and understand that you know as long as you put your mind to something you can actually achieve it all right so always always have faith and believe in yourself 123 percent. this is something i always tell myself and i always tell my friends and my loved ones like there's nothing more powerful than believing in yourself and the next tip is you know what acknowledge your progress acknowledge the fact that you even i think i say this at the top of my tips as well i told you that you know you should be able to applaud yourself for even thinking of the idea of setting a goal the next thing you need to do up apart from that is acknowledge your progress you know whether you're still in stage one you're in stage two you're halfway through you're you know um almost there you need to acknowledge your progress because acknowledging your progress will make you understand that you are doing the best that you can um, according to your capabilities according to your time and how much energy and effort that you're putting in so always acknowledge your progress into whatever that you were doing right now if it's a business that you st- you're setting and you're still doing the paperwork that's good because you have started that way if it's school that you have started and you're still at the first stage of registering that's a good step because you've already registered and you are going to start actually starting in a few minutes okay if you started saving up for something thing that thought of you actually opening a bank account to say i want to save money that's a good step you know because once you start you know that the progress is going to be maybe slow but it's going to be progress still slow progress is better than no progress at all and the last tip that i have for you with this is that love yourself and pace yourself all right be realistic as much as possible don't set yourself goals that you know that will just crush you down and put you down set goals that challenge you challenging goals and goals that will just drag you down are two different things so set goals that are challenging but still give you the space to be you and be able to be realistic and just pace yourself listen to your body you are still human okay you're still human you need to feed your brain you need to be able to rest your brain you also need to be able to get on with your normal life whilst setting goals and achieving those goals again love yourself don't lose yourself whilst trying to achieve a goal because at the end of it you lose yourself trying to achieve a goal and when you finally reach that goal you are nowhere to be found you've probably you know derived yourself deprived your health you've deprived your diet you've deprived your loved ones of their time you know you don't have quality times your loved ones you have lost friends you have lost connections you've just lost yourself in the process but now you have the goal 
that is not a good thing at all so be sure to pace yourself and love yourself so those are my top tips if you want to try to get back on track if you had lost track of your goals these are some of my own personal tips that i try to use each and every time i feel like okay natasha you're kind of losing track here you gotta get back on the race and just get it working so if you'd like to try that go ahead and also let me know if they are working or if they have worked for you once you try them i'll be so happy to hear your feedback to be one of my most favorite segments on this podcast episode this hashtag so as you already know this hashtag what i do is i randomly go on instagram and i put in a hashtag and the hashtag for this episode was progress and the other one was achieving goals and then i just pick random ones that are just speaking to me and that i would love to share with you guys so i have pretty interesting ones so let's start with the first one the first one was like it's never too late to try and make things right so it's it's just self-explanatory it's never too late to try and make things right so if you're telling yourself like okay i've run out of time it's too late i don't have you know the energy anymore it's never too late to just bounce back and give it a go again the second one said if you wake up tomorrow with no fear what would you do first one thing we have to understand is that with goals it's also associated with fear it's associated with confidence and things like that and this one is talking about fear so it's asking you a question that you need to ask yourself and be able to answer if you wake up tomorrow with no fear what would you do first you probably have a lot of things that you're not able to do right now because you are afraid of what's going to happen you're going to afraid you're going to be afraid of what people say you are afraid of the outcome you're just afraid of a lot of things so if you woke up tomorrow with no fear what would you do first i really love this one the third one said be patient stay consistent and never give up be patient, stay consistent and never give up. This is just straight forward kind of advice that your mom, your sister, your aunt, your uncle will just tell you and this is just 100% true. You got to be patient. You have to stay consistent with your goals because once you say, okay, I'm not going to do this anymore, it's going to be hard for you to start it back up. But if you know that you want to achieve your goal and you just keep working on it, you're going to start seeing results. So stay consistent and never, ever give up. The fourth one said, a year from now, you may wish you had started today. This is just telling you that time is precious. Time is money. The more time that you waste, the more kind of like regret that you're going to have. Of course, it's okay to have a rest. You know, maybe you're going to say, I'm going to have a month's rest. I'm going to have two months rest. But always be sure to start up again. But if you just say, okay, I give up and I'm just going to close off this goal and never talk about it then. Okay, that's your decision. But when you reflect again, you're going to wish you had started that exact day. 
and the last one which is a little bit funny for me but which i really liked because it, it was kind of direct and it was just like you know you gotta do this okay so it read mind your business crush your goals and make moves in silence i really loved it because this is one you know one sentence with so much power in it it has so much advice in it it has wisdom in it mind your business there's one thing that i like about minding your own business because it keeps you track on you it puts the focus on you and your goals once you start minding a and b and c's business you're going to start focusing on them you're going to start comparing yourself with them you're going to lose track of your own goals because you are going into their tracks so mind your business and crush your goals and make moves in silence this is also really really important I don't know how much I can stress this, but when you are achieving a goal or you are working towards a goal, it's so important that you do it in silence. Nobody, not everybody has to know what you are going after. Not everybody, not everybody has to know that you want to do this, you want to do that, you want to go here, you want to go there. Moving in silence will help you avoid some certain situations of maybe somebody distracting you, somebody putting you down, somebody telling you like, are you crazy? You cannot do this. Are you crazy? This is not your field. Are you crazy? You cannot achieve that in 2022. Are you crazy? You're too young. Are you crazy? You're too grown for that. You know, so moving in silence will just help you focus on you and your goal. So that is what we have for this hashtag. not least we now have the journal entry of the week and to start this up i actually have an app application an app that i would like to recommend to you if you'd like to keep you know a track of your stuff or your goals on your phone so this app is called notion which is spelled n-o-t-i-o-n which is available in the apple store and also i believe the google store it's very very convenient it's super super easy to use and navigate through and it's also free so please do go check it out if you need like um, a mobile um, schedule or diary or note maker or something like that it's really really cool it also has awesome features just to make it a little bit creative and just beautiful so whether you're a guy you're a lady you're a mom you're a dad you're just you know a 12 year old maybe it's suitable for each and every one of us so do check it out on apple store or on google store anyway now let's jump into the journal entry of the week so today i would like you to grab your phone grab your paper your pen your ipad or wherever you write your life journals or you know whatever you like to jot down i would like you to go back to your goals list or if you don't have them i would like you to write new ones all right and i would like you to arrange them according to the time that you have possibly left to accomplish them in this year if you give yourself six months to achieve that you can write that down if you give yourself a year to achieve that you can also write that down if you're giving yourself two years to do that or maybe two weeks or two months it depends on what that goal is and how soon you can achieve that then do that 
And if you're someone who had written your goals down, but the time has already surpassed and you haven't been able to do that, rearrange them again according to the time that you can now possibly achieve them and write them down. All right, write them down and try to just, you know, manifest um, the idea behind it that you're telling yourself that, okay, I'm starting over and this is how I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm also going to use these kinds of tips. I'm going to do this and do that in able, to enable me to be able to achieve these goals. So what's behind this is that, you know, I take what I write down very, very seriously. If you're someone like that as well, this will give you the motivation to actually start it. Because when you open that diary, you want to be able to take a goal. And that's going to be a huge, huge accomplishment. It's going to be such an amazing feeling. And you're going to be so, so proud of yourself. So write down something to inspire you write down something below you can say i want to achieve this goal because i need this this and that or i want to do this for my mom i want to do this for my dad i want to do this for me i'm rewarding myself or this will help me in achieving this and that so that will help you in motivating yourself every time you open your diary you're going to be you know having that feeling that i need to keep going on okay so each time you read this going to motivate yourself you're going to be able to inspire yourself to go on i certainly hope those tips and tricks are going to help you in one way or another so now let's jump on to her quote of the week this week's quote is When you start over, you're not starting from nothing or from scratch, but you're starting from experience. So this quote is simply saying that when you are telling yourself that you want to start a race once more, you actually know the things that you're aiming for, you know things to avoid, and you know exactly what to aim at. So you're not starting from the beginning, but you are starting with experience and this experience is going to help you move faster move wiser and in a better and greater pace so that is the quote of the week when you start over you're not starting from nothing you're not starting from scratch but you are starting from experience That's all I had for you guys. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you had a little information to take in, sink in and reflect on. Hopefully, thank you so much for listening and don't hesitate to share this podcast episode with your loved ones, with your family or with just anyone. So stay blessed and take care. Anyway, lovelies, it's that time again. I have to love you and leave you. Thank you again for listening. And I'm sure you've already subscribed. If you haven't, do subscribe. You can always subscribe on Apple Podcast, on Spotify, or on Google Podcast. And we're also available on many other platforms. The link is on my bio and my Instagram page, which is her underscore breathing 
underscore journal. Do follow me and turn on the notification bell so that whenever I have something new, you will be notified, honey, and you won't get to miss anything. Remember, we always have um, question of the day every Monday and every Friday. And I just ask anything basic, anything interesting, anything that I feel that I want to know and I want to get opinions on. So do look out for that. Remember, Annie, every Monday and every Friday. Also, do follow me and I'll follow back. Let's just, let's build our Herb Breathing Journal community, you know. I love talking to you. So anytime you have any questions, do not hesitate to message me let's talk let's get to know each other and besides that you have a great week ahead of you and may god bless you thank you for listening again and bye